This is Blue Money, a finance podcast made for cops by cops. With us, you know your money's safe. Lieutenant Jim Donnelly of the Ben Salem Police Department and co-host Kevin McGarry of Valley Financial Group come together to help protect and serve your financial needs. This is Blue Money. I want to welcome everyone back to the Blue Money Podcast. This is Jim Donnelly. I'm here with my co-host, Kevin McGarry. Jimmy. From Valley Financial. He's the managing partner. In today's podcast, we want to just touch upon about a bond and what it is and what the importance of the portfolio. So before we get started, Kev, can can you tell everyone what's going on with the bond market out there since it's going up? Yeah, before we dive dive into the bond market, I, I think it's, you know, right now a lot of people are concerned with all the volatility in the marketplace. And they're not used to seeing their bonds down the way they are down. But when we're sitting down with clients and prospects and we're doing reviews, um, what we're seeing is really diving in what a bond is and what, how it works. Um, so, Jim, you want to explain really what is a bond? Yeah, Kev, I mean, just to make it simple, because we do get that a lot when we have clients down here, police officers, and we're doing the reviews, and they just basically tell us they don't know what the difference between what a stock is and a bond is. So, I mean, a bond, in simple terms, it's basically a loan from an investor to a borrower, uh, such as a company or a government, and the borrower uses the money for operations, and the investor receives interest on their investment. It's that simple. So let me give you an example. Say someone bought uh, a U.S. government bond and for $10,000. Maturity date was 10 years, and the coupon rate was getting 5%. So basically what that means is if I'm giving the U.S. government $10,000 for the bond, my bond's going to mature in 10 years, but for every year, I'm going to get 5% back, which is going to be $500. So I'm going to get $500 a year for 10 years, and at the end of the 10 years, I'm going to get my original investment, the $10,000 back. So basically, I made $5,000 uh, over the 10 years. That's basically how it is, Kev. It's pretty simple that way. So, Kev, what, what's the importance of having bonds in a portfolio? I mean, it's, you know, it's a question that, that we get a lot lately, especially with bonds being down. But, you know, the evolution of bond has changed over time. You know, for a long time, as you mentioned, Jim, you clipped your coupon and received a stable income that was held intact until the bond matured, right? When it came undone. You know, but since the global financial crisis of 2008, bond yields were low, right? And there's been a big argument, should we use bonds in the portfolio or not? And we we, we used them. And we, we used them for a few reasons. Number one, we see bonds as the ballast of the client's portfolio. It helps to control behavior. Historically, bonds fluctuate less than stocks, especially over the last two decades. And when what we mean by that is this negative correlation. When one goes up, one goes down. And when you have that, you have less volatility in the portfolio historically, and you have less emotion from the clients and less baby investment behavior. Um, the second reason is we look at bonds as your war chest as your shoebox money for income. We like to put five years of income into the bond portion of the portfolio so you know that over the next five years, if you need retirement income, you're covered. We put the rest in the stocks portion of the portfolio because we also know that stocks over the long term outperform bonds. Um, and what you get through this is a client's understanding on the purpose of the bonds. But what it has done, especially since the great, you know, the, the, I mean, the global financial crisis, it has helped reduce volatility because they went in opposite directions. You know, we will look to diversify across bond assets, Jim, 
Um, and if a client, you know, risk tolerance is a little different, we'll increase bond exposure or uh, decrease bond exposure depending on their needs. Now, it makes complete sense, Kevin. There's so many different kind of bonds out there, but I thought it'd be important for to talk about the audience too, about the four major prime categories for bonds. And first are corporate bonds. Corporate bonds are issued by corporations. And instead of taking bank loans, they will offer bonds. And why do they do that? It's more favorable terms for them and the lower interest rates for them. So it's good for the corporations. Municipality bonds is another one. They're issued by states and municipalities. Uh, some municipality bonds offer tax-free coupon income for investors. So that's a big perk. The third one I'll talk about is the government bonds. They're, such, they're issued by the U.S. Treasury bonds. Uh, let's say like if a bond's going to mature within less than one year, that's going to be a T-bill or your bills. If a bond's going to mature between one and 10 years, they call that a note. And if the bond's going to mature after 10 years, it's called a bond. So the entire category of bonds issued by the government treasury is often collectively referred to as treasuries. So just so if we ever hear it out there, they can understand where that's coming from. And lastly, I'm going to talk about is agency bonds. These are issued by the government affiliated organizations such as Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. So that's basically the four main categories, Kev. Um, What's currently going on with the current bond market out there, Kev? Can you share that with the audience? Yeah, there's a lot going on with the bond market right now. Um, There's a lot of different bonds out there, too. You know, the one thing Jimmy didn't describe was a bail bond. I thought he was going to get into that one a little. But what's going on with the bond market right now? Well, it stinks. It's having one of the worst years um, in history. Um, There's even an article that just came out in the Wall Street Journal that stated that this is the worst bond market since 1842. Jim, I didn't even know they kept track of this information since 1842, right? You look like you were born in 1942. (laughs) What I can tell you, the bond index is down approximately almost 10% for the year. One of the worst starts in the history of the bond market. And the question is why. Number one, and we went over this one of the last podcasts, if you want to go back and listen, inflation. You know, inflation is, you know, it's the kryptonite to bonds, right? Most bonds have a fixed rate that can't protect against rising inflation. So, Jim, it's math. Mm-hmm. If you're getting 2% on the bond, but inflation's 8, 8.5%, the math doesn't work, right? So, the first reason is inflation. The second reason is, is how we're attacking the infl- inflation. Federal Reserve's increasing rates, and they've been pretty aggressive. It's the most hikes we've seen in the last 20 years, and that has impacted the bonds. Let me explain this. When rate, rate hikes impact the value of bonds in the short term, all right? In the long term, too, but right now in the short term, it's impacted. Let me explain this. So it works like a seesaw, Jim. When rates rise, what do bond values do? They go down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the opposite happens when rates go down, bond values go, go up. So in Jimmy's example of, hey, I'm getting 5% on a, on a 10-year bond, but now I can get six, what bond do you want? Six. Six, right? And what are you going to have to do to get rid of the bond, the 5% bond? You're going to have to sell it at the discount. The increase of rates have drove bond values down. Um, and that's where the declining values are occurring. But we believe there's there's a silver lining here. You're probably like, silver lining? It's the worst 
one of the worst markets, bond markets in history. My portfolio is down between you know, 12 and 15%. What's good about this? Well, we're finally getting higher yields on bonds now. And also, bonds are selling at a discount. If, if rates stay elevated, so higher than past levels, than past years, and when your bond matures, you're going to reinvest in higher rates, locking in a higher interest rate payment for the life of the replacement bond, right? It's pretty simple. And if it exceeds your time horizons, even better. So let's say the bond, your old bond right now, that's down in value, matures in six months, right? But your time horizon's five years, and you're reinvesting into that higher bond, you're going to see profit over the long term. Right. Makes complete sense, Kevin. I think the pros that jump out at me for them, the two that jump out, bonds are relatively safe. I mean, right now they're getting beat up a little bit, but historically they've been pretty safe. And bonds also are a form of fixed income, which is a great a great plus for people that are in retirement. The cons, historically they have low interest rates, meaning for long-term government bonds, historically have earned about 5%. Now, stock market historically has returned about 10% annually on, on the average. So that's 5% difference, a big, it's a, big diff- a big number. And there's some risk. I mean, majority, it all depends what kind of interest rate you're looking to get back from the bonds, the coupon rate, the more risk, the more reward. But obviously that, that's, that's one risk that you gotta make sure these corporations can pay you back. So with that, Kev, I think the last question I wanna ask you, because I think it's important, I get a lot from the guys at, at Ben Sound. When you're looking at the 457s and their statements, what should they be looking at their portfolios about bonds and how it's affecting their portfolio? And is there something they should be looking at specifically? Because obviously they're not going out and buying bonds themselves. So they're usually you know, invested in a target fund. So how, how, what should they be really looking at when they look at that statement? Right, at, at the moment, you know, bonds for this year have failed to cushion equity losses. They actually help with the losses. And over the last 20 years, you know, bonds and stocks have went in opposite directions. They haven't went in the same direction. And right now they're both going, playing in the same direction. That's called the negative game. Um, you know, what you, what you have to remember, this, this performance, these, down, these statements that are negative right now, it's for six months. You know, we have to realize it's short term. You know, we understand seas are rough, but you got to stay in the boat. Yeah, no, definitely. We talk about that all the time. And one thing of value, you got to stay in the game. It's a long game. You got to stay in it. And then, but Jim, and, and just a side note on this is, you know, if you're investing in a 457 and in a, in a lifestyle fund, right, you got diversification. You got diversification amongst bonds. So you don't have to say which bond sector is going to do best, right? You got professional money management helping you. You have, you're systematically investing, essentially dollar cost averaging. So right now you're buying at discounts, right? So it's, it's a long-term game because over the long-term, if you look at a 60-40 portfolio and you look at the index, it's up over 9.8% over the last decade or close to it. So it's a long-term game, Jim. So what's the two things, Kev, the two main things you want officers to listen from this podcast today? What should they, what should they walk away with today? Two right things. now it's pretty simple, Jim. Bonds are down. Portfolio values are down, but yields are up and valuations are more favor, favorable in both bonds and stocks. Opportunity, number one. Number two, stay in the boat. Historically, investors have been rewarded focusing on the long term. It's a long term game, especially in your in your 457. That's going to wrap up the Blue Money podcast for today. I want to thank the listeners for tuning in. 
If anyone has any questions about the podcast or anything about the portfolios, please do not hesitate to reach out to me and Kev directly. Our contact information will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening and be safe. Be safe out there. Thanks for listening to Blue Money. To learn more about Jim and Kevin or for a free financial assessment, visit valleyfinancial.com or click on the link in the podcast description or show notes. Until next time, safe investing. This material is intended to be educational in nature and not as a recommendation for any particular strategy, approach, product, or concept for any particular advisor or client. These materials are not intended for any form of substitute or individualized investment advice. This discussion is general in nature and therefore not intended to recommend or endorse any asset class, security, or technical aspect of any security for the purpose of allowing a reader to use the approach on their own. Before participating in any investment program or making any investment, clients as well as all other readers are encouraged to consult with their own professional advisors, including investment advisors and tax advisors. Valley Financial can assist in determining a suitable investment approach for a given individual, which may or may not closely resemble the strategies outlined herein.